Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You are divine. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Divine Authenticity on a Monday. I know, who is she? Uh, So I just wanted to give you all a heads up right here in the beginning of the episode. If you hadn't heard, um, I think I'd mentioned it on my YouTube channel a couple of times, but some of y'all just listened to the podcast. So respect. I think it's also really cool that there are people that find me just from the podcast. Like, y'all make me so happy. If you found me because you just listened to the podcast and not somewhere else, please send me a DM on Instagram, make my day, Um, send me a message on Instagram and like make my day. Uh, But uh, if you hadn't heard, we are moving to a Monday schedule. Uh, I know we've been doing Tuesdays, I think since the start of this podcast, and then we would do the occasional Friday. But we're moving to a Monday schedule because I noticed recently that uh, y'all listen on Mondays. Even if I put an episode out on Tuesday, the bulk of my listeners roll up on a Monday morning. So I've decided to, uh, move to a Monday schedule. And I also think that makes sense. Like, I don't know about you, but I, for one, will often listen to a podcast on the first day of my week as well. So like, I typically start my work week on Sundays. I don't know why it works out that way. It just does. I very rarely start my work week on a Monday. And I'm the same. I will listen to podcasts usually on Sunday morning, which that's funny because that's today. And I was listening to a podcast today for myself. It's Monday for y'all if you're listening the day that this goes out. But um, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you. I don't even know. (laughs) This episode is a little, it's a little frantic. My life is a little frantic right now. Um, but I am going to be talking a lot about manifestation and also potentially some of the differences between like, is it anxiety or is it my intuition and how I kind of navigate that space, especially as somebody that has, I would say pretty, like, I feel pretty intense generalized anxiety. Like I probably should be medicated for my anxiety. I just choose not to be. Um, but I, just wanted to talk about basically like a life catch up. And then I want to share with you a little bit on that talking about like manifestation and basically kind of catching you up because if you've listened to the last two episodes of the podcast, we did getting into your Hawkgirl era, which a lot of you appreciated that episode. I had so many direct messages on Instagram of y'all telling me that it was exactly what you needed. And that makes me really happy because that episode was actually really like it came to me inspired and intuitively. And I really tried to make that the one stop shop that like if you needed to pump up, this was the episode you needed to hear. And the second episode, we talked all about creating routines that support you and basically how to follow through with yourself. And so if this episode is a continuation of those, this is me talking to you basically from how those habits and those things that I created have literally transformed my life in under three weeks. And this is why I told you, I think in... I want to say I said it in the second episode, which I think was episode 112. If you want to go back and listen to it, you don't have to, to listen to this episode. You'll, you'll still get like something out of this one. But, uh, in episode 112, I talked to y'all about how habits and making change, you know, the first three days are going to be the hardest. The first three weeks, it's going to feel like you've got, got it under control. And then three months, it's an ingrained habit by then. So three days, three weeks, three months. That's what you have to remember. That's the rule of threes. (laughs) And so for me, I am just under the three week mark, I believe, because I technically started changing my habits before that first of the month, I started like, four or five days prior to that. So I'm like, just under the three week mark for the habits that I decided to integrate. 
and I'm really proud of myself. I have really stuck with them. I think the only one that I have a maybe haven't stuck with super, super well is the no socializing until afternoon. But I think when I talk to you about what the hell happened during the eclipse for me, y'all are going to understand why I've had to socialize a little bit more. So um, let me first get you a little caught up to speed with what is happening in my life right now. So we're going to do a little life catch up. And then I'm going to talk to you about like basically a really crazy synchronistic story. And I hate to tell you today's episode, we don't, you know what? I'm not going to tell you because it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Um, you'll, you'll hear it when I get to the synchronicity and the story and stuff. It's not a bad thing though. So like, don't, don't be stressed. It's not like, oh no, this is a terrible thing that happened. Um, I mean, there is a little bit of that in this episode, but that's not the conclusion of the episode. We have a good story. So a little bit of a story time that is going to inspire you to, to go after whatever it is that you're dreaming about. And I don't know what I'm titling this episode. I just know we're going to get into a little bit more of manifestation at some point. So first and foremost, this motherfucking eclipse. Okay. The eclipse happened on when? No, I want to say the eclipse was on Tuesday, Tuesday, the eighth. It was on election day, which like, I swear to you, they planned that shit on purpose, but it was on November 8th. And on this day, I had a meeting with my apartment complex to basically discuss renting and discuss the financial situation of renting at this establishment. Because y'all know that I moved to the Pacific Northwest in October of 2021, and I signed a year-long contract. So it was up October 2022. When I tell you, I am just... I'm floored. I'm floored by the audacity. I'm going to try not to put this story on too much blast right now. I'm sure that I will do like a very thorough story time in the future, but some of the, like some of the chips, so to speak of this story have not fallen all the way yet. And so there are some things like I cannot be oversharing basically. It's just not appropriate to overshare the situation, but Basically, we were told that our rent in total was going to be increased by $700 from what we originally signed up for, if we even if we chose to sign another lease. And I just can't even. I can't even so hard that I can't odd. <laughs> Where anybody can thinks that they can do something like that. I just... And this is not a situation that has gone without legal interference. Like, I don't want y'all to think that I would just take something like that laying down. Like, there has been a little bit of legal interference. I've been dealing with some ish. But I am just, even just saying it, I feel like just saying it out loud, I realize how crazy it sounds, especially when the economy is the way that it is right now and how inflation is right now. And everybody is, it feels like is struggling. You think it's okay to raise the rate that high? I got to tell you, this apartment is not worth that. This apartment isn't even worth what I pay for it. And I just, again, I don't want to get too involved in that part of the story because there is more to say, but it's not time. You'll get it eventually, but it's not time. It's not time to drag this place. But I cannot even tell you how angry, like, I feel like I don't really do well with anger. I grew up in a pretty angry household and I don't, I don't do well with it. I don't think anybody in my family does. We're pretty bad at regulating anger. Um, I don't blow my top necessarily. I'm somebody that just feels very uncomfortable by anger. I don't tend to let myself get angry, but I was fuming and So this situation, you know, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I just can't afford that. I cannot afford 700 more. I can't afford an increase like that. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I think I make excellent money. I'm very lucky to be in the position that I'm in. But I also will say for any of y'all that especially are like inspiring entrepreneurs in the creative field, you have to know that your income fluctuates pretty dramatically. Like, 
my income fluctuates, I would say, pretty dramatically throughout the year. And there are times where something like that wouldn't even be a problem, but there are months where that is a big problem. So something like that, ludicrous. And I understand the housing market is crazy right now, but if I could just slide like one little rant in here, I don't understand where renters or anybody, I don't know why we've built the the system like this. It makes me crazy that I can't be trusted with a $1,900 mortgage, but I can be trusted with an over a $3,000 rental a month. How does that make sense? Make it make sense. I don't say that shit that like I'm a millennial and I'll never be able to afford a house because I don't believe that. I do think I will eventually be able to afford a house. I don't think the housing market can keep going up the way it has. Eventually, it's going to have to come down. But I'm just so floored that this is not even a thing I've purchased. This is a rental property. And so I'm angry. I'm fuming. I don't under like I'm I'm beyond pissed. Piss doesn't even begin to cover it. And especially, I feel like when it comes to Taurus placements, y'all can back me up on this if you're a Taurus placement, sun, moon, or rising. I would say Mars can count a little bit too here. But you don't mess with our finances. Like when it comes to most things, I feel like Taurus has a pretty chill approach. But when you mess with a Taurus's stability or finances, because that is what they are all about, you are messing with the wrong person. And... Anyway, I'm just like floored by this whole thing. And so we're like, well, shit, what are we going to do? Right? What are we going to do with this situation? And ultimately, we have decided to cut our losses and just move. We have decided to just cut our losses, go somewhere else, and try to do it as quickly as possible. And even if that means I don't get my security deposit back, even if that means that I have to pay rent, like back pay a part of it for us over the course of several months. Like I'm at the point where I don't really care how it shakes out. I'm, I don't want to stay here because this is outrageous to me. This is so outrageous that I would rather cut my losses and go somewhere else that is more affordable. Um, because the thing is, it is more affordable other places. I do think that they're like, if, if you are struggling in a situation like this, I do think looking in your same town maybe isn't the best thing to do because a lot of the pricing is going to be very competitive, but literally looking 45 minutes outside of my current town, I found rent astronomically cheaper. So that was like the big, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this with the, with the, eclipse okay dealing with some housing stuff which that doesn't surprise me it was a taurus eclipse taurus rules our foundation our stability um and it does i would say it's not necessarily about contracts and property but i do think because we talk about stability our home anybody's home does technically provide some level of stability. So maybe a lot of y'all are dealing with housing stuff right now. It doesn't surprise me that we're in a housing crisis during um, these, this year and a half where we have, uh, Scorpio and Taurus being highlighted for the eclipses. So mind you, all of this is just like insane in the membrane. Okay. <laughs> but the story, the story does get better. Okay. So we decide we're just going to start looking, do what we can. And, um, you know, we don't have like an actual move date or anything yet, but the goal is to, to just find something else, to find something else because we cannot do this month over month. Basically, this is this is ludicrous and we cannot do this. So and I say we, it's me and my husband and our cats. But <clears throat> we start looking and this story is just, oh, I don't have a proper conclusion for it yet because we don't know yet. We don't know yet, but... And I will come back and tell you if it doesn't work out, I will tell you. And it will be a little disappointing, but I also believe that the universe really has my back. And no matter what, I'm going to find this or better is kind of my attitude. But the way that it happened was just so synchronistic. So we, 
I've basically said like, we really shouldn't look online. We should go on foot and like, or on car, not like walk, you know, we should get in the car and actually go drive around places and see what we come up with. Because every place that I have ever rented that the rent was really cheap and it was like a cute place. And I always found like properties that I was like, wow, like this is a find. This is a rare find. Um, it was always people that didn't necessarily put their stuff online and like landlords that didn't put stuff online because online everybody kind of prices themselves the same. It's a lot more competitive and they will have you believing that that is all you will ever find and all you'll ever rent. But in this situation, I knew that I knew from previous places that I've rented that, you know, this is actually the, the second place in my life actually that I've ever rented from a complex and both times it was a lot of money. And when I went elsewhere, I found rent significantly cheaper when I went on foot and looked myself. Um, so that was kind of my attitude, but I decided to pull up the Washington map because we're not going to leave the state of Washington. I looked up, I pulled up the Washington map and started looking and just to kind of see where rent looked like it was cheaper and to know that like, okay, it's already cheaper online here. So we should go there. So I pulled up a few places and I kind of had some ideas of where I wanted to look and I'm looking, I'm not going to say the name of any towns because, you know, I'm not trying to dox my location. I'm really private about that. Um, but I pull up the map and I'm looking around and I notice a town kind of jump out at me. That is very synchronistic already when like, I believe that when things really pull your attention, it happens for a reason. Like, so I, I noticed this one town that I wasn't looking for. Like I had some ideas because I know some town names around here. You know, I've lived here for over a year and I was looking up in that direction, but I, I didn't feel like, I, I don't know. It was so weird the way that like it just popped up on the map and I was like, huh, that sounds interesting. I want to check that town out. And I said the town name to my husband and he's like, huh, that does like it. It sounded familiar, which both of us, we've never lived in Washington before this past year. We don't have any family members here. Like we're not, you get what I'm saying? Like there's no reason that we would know this town. Absolutely no reason that we would know it. So it was weird though, because both of us looked at each other and we're like, why does that sound like we should know it? Like, do we know a video game with this town name? Why do we know a show that was like shot there? And we had nothing. We came up empty handed. So number one, that's synchronicity. Number one, when you say the town name and you're like, oh, that sounds familiar. Like I should know it. Then we're kind of looking. I don't know what possessed us because we both had this idea in our heads that we were going to go and drive there and look around. And we saw this place up for rent that looked really cute and we just decided to call. My husband was like, I'm going to call like right there on the spot. Again, this is like really out of character for us, even just to call immediately without really thinking too much. And we call, we find out that this property is a leased property. It's fully furnished and we're so done with our situation that, and like ready to cut losses that we are okay with, even if we had to rent a storage unit, put all of our stuff in storage and live somewhere else for a little bit while we actually look with like more time for something else. So we were okay with that. You know, we're at the point where we'll take almost anything if it's going to really cut down on our rental expenses. And this place is a lease. It's fully furnished. Um, you know, this person that's helping us, she says, well, what are you looking for? What is your budget? Like, what are you looking for? Maybe I have some other properties I can show you. Because she said, you know, I'll show you this one, but maybe I have some others I can show you. And we we agree. So we say, okay. And she tells us to meet her the next day at this property that's close to the one that we originally wanted to see. But she tells us like, you know, we look at the pictures of it. I'm not going to lie to you. Looking at the photos of this place, I would have never called this location ever. And I think that's why it had to happen the way it did. I would have never, ever called on this location because looking at the pictures, zero justice. Even if they had just cranked the saturation on the photos a little bit, it would have made it a lot more appealing. And if I ever leave this property, because I'm talking about it like it's my house, like this is my house. Okay. Um, 
we are manifesting, but I'm talking, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, oh, you know, if, you, if they just would have made these edits a little bit nicer, I feel like it would have been something I would have completely been interested in. But looking at the photos online, I was like, I have no expectations of this. It's not really what I'm looking for. Um, I didn't even stop to read the description of it. It just said that it was a two bed, one and a half bath, which again, we're in such a situation that I was like, you know what, if we have to downsize, like that's fine. So get this. <laughs> we roll up the next day. So we had a Lizzo concert the night before, which I saw Lizzo in concert. It was amazing. She puts on an incredible show. 10 out of 10, I would see her again. But um, like one of the best concerts I've ever been to. And Lotto opened for her. It was, oh, yes, she did sing Big Dick Energy. And it just like, oh, it was so good. But mind you, we went to a concert the night before. We were so freaking tired, but we still got up and met this person at 9.30 in the morning to go and see this property. And the crazy thing is, is I prayed because I do pray. I don't pray to God. I pray more to like my spiritual team, my guides, my ancestors sometimes. And I said that, you know, please let this be easy because y'all have heard my rental story in the past when I had that crazy situation and I prayed about it. And then literally the moment I looked up, there was a for rent sign in front of my face. And that was the apartment I ended up in. It was so crazy. I've had a lot of experiences where my guides really do always want to lead me to a home. Always. They are so good at helping me find housing. And I think a lot of it is about surrender and about trusting that you're going to be led. And that's kind of been my attitude this whole time is like trusting that I will be led. And so I said to my guides this that morning, I said, listen, I just, I've been through this before and I've been down to the wire. I don't want to be down to the wire. Please like, let me strike gold on the first thing that I see, because I really like, I'll go wherever you want me to go, but I do not want to be strung out two days before I would like to move and just be feeling really upset about this. And again, we don't even have an exact time frame right now, but I just, I know how it is when you're looking and looking and looking and the process is extremely grueling. I've been there multiple times. And that was kind of my plea was like, please just don't put me through that. If I have to go through that again, I will bear it and I'll do whatever you need me to do. I surrender to the experience. But if anybody up there can put a good word in for me, please do not gruel me through this. Please let me strike gold immediately and like help me to find something quickly. So we go, we drive to this property. When I tell you this exceeded my expectations, the pictures did it zero justice. Like, first of all, let me paint a picture for you, okay? I don't want to get too detailed because, again, I'm not trying to dox myself because I am convinced that this is my house. I do not have an official word on it yet. I am convinced that this is my house, though. Um, it, the way it all came together was too weird for it not to be. And it was – it's an energy. It's an energy completely. And even when I pull cards on it, I feel good. When I use my pendulum on it, I get a yes. Like – Everything in me is telling me that it is my house. And so I'm treating it like it is, even though I don't have an official word. <laughs> but I pull up to this place. This is a waterfront property. I could, I am blown away. Excuse me? Like, there's like some houses in front of it, but they don't obstruct the view. This is my ideal situation. I've always said that I don't want to be, and I think I just said this recently at the end of a YouTube video, I said this where I was like, do you ever just want to like have a cup of tea and stare out at the water and not be fucking bothered by other people? This house is like that. So it's, there's like a line of houses that are actually waterfront. Then there's a tiny road and then it's like the yard for my house starts. And there's no obstruction of view because the way the houses are staggered and there's no neighbors immediately in the vicinity either. Like they, they are, like I can see them. I could walk to their houses. Like it's not like I would be so alone, but the yard is big enough that I'm not surrounded by anybody within spitting distance, which is again, my ideal situation. So <clears throat> waterfront though, it's waterfront. 
Like to me, I know it's not technically waterfront because it would have to be in that first line of houses. But to me, it is my ideal situation. <clears throat> I've always said that I don't want to be waterfront because that's scary to me. What if it floods? Like I don't want to end like the sounds of boats. I don't want to hear that when I'm trying to sleep. I'm, I don't want to be waterfront. I want to be water views. And that's exactly what this is. But the water is so close that it's less than 100 feet in front. Like I could walk to it. <clears throat> and it's just like right there. So there's a huge front porch. It faces the sun. The front windows face the sun. The bedroom window faces the sun. That is huge for me. The apartment that I'm currently in does not get a lot of sun because of the way that it is located and how it faces and how there's like a lot of trees that obstruct the view of the sky and the sun here. And we already don't get a lot of sun in the state of Washington. So I hate that. I'm a sun bitch. I love the sun. We've talked about this. I'm not a moon girl. I'm a sun girl. So <clears throat> sorry, I need to take a sip of something. I'm, I've got a matcha here. So <clears throat> we go inside. This house is advertised as a two bedroom, one and a half bath. It's a four bedroom house. The reason it doesn't <clears throat> say on the ad that it's four bedrooms is one of the rooms is a den, but it has a door, but no closet. So they can't call it a bedroom. The other room is an office with no closet. So they can't call it a bedroom. I don't need four bedrooms. I need two offices, a guest room and a master. So... <laughs> And like, the thing is, is it's not huge, which I didn't want a huge house. It's not huge. It's the perfect size for two people and their cats. Like, it's not, it's not huge. It's like, it's something that I looked at and I was like, oh, this is fully manageable. Like, this is something I could clean and not be stressed out. Because the lady also showed us another property that the house was gigantic, like, four bedroom, two and a half bath, a two car garage. This shit was a family house. Uh, and though it was a really nice home, still within my budget, it was not the home. Like it was, it just didn't, it didn't hit like the first house did. And I think the location of this original house, because it was on the water, I'm still blown away. I still can't believe that this exists and it's in my budget. Like I just thinking about it even now, I'm shook. Like I'm still shook that I just really thought that I would be like 65 <laughs> before I found water front property like that. And that it would just be like, it just, it's too perfect. I don't know how else to explain it to you. It's too perfect in the sense that this is how I know that this house reached out to me. I didn't reach, well, I mean, I reached for this house, but the space reached out to me because it is my ideal situation. The kitchen is big. There's a really, really big living room. There's a place for a dining table. There's a backyard. There's a front yard. There's um, enough space for what I need, which like I said, it would be two offices, a guest room, and then a master. Um, the bathroom had recently been redone and updated. The kitchen had recently been redone and updated. Um, laundry, washer and dryer inside the house. Like already, I don't have to buy one. They're already hooked up in there. Um, and it's on the water. I just, <laughs> this is what I need to explain why I'm losing my mind over this is because waterfront property is my number one, like besides freedom. You know, I talk about this all the time that my core value as a person is freedom. I desire freedom above anything else. I don't want to have money make decisions for me. I don't want to feel like I can't do things because I have a lack of funds in my life. So freedom is really important to me. I want to be able to go and do as I please when and how I want to. Um, for somebody else, family could be their ultimate core truth. It could be, you know, there are so many other things that your core truth can be. Mine, mine, I desire ultimate freedom. And I think that's on being a Sagittarius rising, to be honest with you. So when it comes to that, I feel like I just like like obviously that's my number one, right? The freedom. But the biggest thing on my vision board is water, a waterfront property. It is the number one thing that I desire more than anything else. And the crazy, even crazier, even crazier, <laughs> like not even two weeks ago, my vision board was on the ground behind my desk and it does have waterfront property on it. 
I put this vision board up within the last two weeks and just like put it up in front of my work desk. And you know, I've been making a lot of changes to my life. I've been listening to a lot more meditations. I've been um, envisioning my future. I've been reconnecting with my dreams and visions for the future. I've been, um, I've been waking up at 615 every single morning. You know, I've made a lot of changes to my life recently that have been for the better and are for me what I consider to be for the better. And I think like if I could say anything, please believe in your dreams. Please believe that you are worthy to receive whatever it is that you desire. There have been so many points in my life up until now. I'm only 31. And there have been so many points in my life where I thought I would have to wait until certain things were perfect, till I had more money, till I had a certain kind of job or a certain kind of partner, or I waited until X, Y, and Z. And I have had things turn out for the best in minimal amounts of time. And please just don't sell your dreams or yourself short. And I actually pulled a card before getting into this episode because I was like, gosh, what does, with this story, what could I tell my listeners? What could I tell y'all that is, that I think I have done that I don't want to say put me ahead of the rest because that sounds gross to me, (laughs) but what made this experience achievable faster? What do I think brought this manifestation and this intention into my life the way that it did with the way that it came about? And this also to me is like the perfect representation of a tower moment. My friend Olivia said this to me as well. She was like, Chloe, this is such a perfect representation of what the tower in tarot means. It's like pure destruction and chaos bringing you something that you really truly in your heart's desire want. And like it is, it's a perfect representation of the tower. The tower is like letting chaos kind of shake you down the way that it did on Tuesday during the eclipse when I found out all this crap about my rent and I was freaking out a little bit. And then having it turn into cheaper rent, my ideal situation And like basically finding what I would consider a dream home. Like this home is so perfectly aligned with me that I could see at this point, I could see renting this property for like 20 years. Like that's how, that is how in alignment this home is with what I actually desire. It is so perfect for me that I could literally see myself renting for like 20 years and then maybe just buying from this person. If that ever is an option, I would, I would purchase this house. That's how much I love it. Um, and I think that's why if I, if we end up not getting it for whatever reason, I feel like I would be devastated a little bit (laughs) because it just, but I also know that it's this or better. Like if this isn't it, then that means something even better is coming my way. Because the way that it happened was just too weird. Like, it was too weird the way that we found it. It was too, like, we felt drawn. And I also want to say, like, walking into this house, I didn't feel like it was haunted. I didn't feel like my husband and I are both practicing chaos witches. So, like, we kind of know what to look for. I didn't feel like it was haunted. I didn't feel like I was... Um, if any of y'all watch like the green witch on YouTube, who I love, Annie is such a sweetheart. Um, she also lives out here too. Um, my gosh, that'd be so cool. I would love to meet her, but I don't want to like fangirl and be weird, (laughs) but Annie, um, from the green witch, she had a table that she like became really obsessed with. And it actually had like, um, a watcher or something attached to it. And like a bunch of weird things started happening and it was a whole thing. I did not get that kind of vibe. I felt like the energy of the house was actually so beautiful that I like when I tell you after they stopped showing us the property, my husband and I like circled back to it and just kind of sat outside. I like sobbed. (laughs) literally like a couple of sobs escaped and I was like streaming tears down my face. And it was because, and anybody who's ever felt this way, like I know you'll understand 
I, for the past year living in Washington, people keep asking me like how I love it. Do I love living in the Pacific Northwest? What do I think of it? And I keep giving the answer that I don't think it's Washington. Like I think the state is great. I think it's my house. I think I don't love the place that I live. And I think if I changed the place that I lived, I would feel better. And I like this property for the first time since like 2013. So many years, how many years is that? 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, almost 10 years <laughs> for the first time since 2013. I felt something that I haven't felt since I lived in this other apartment that I had in 2013, which I've talked to y'all about this apartment before. It's the one that I like randomly manifested when I was in a really hard place. And that apartment, I was in love with that apartment. Like it, it was an apartment that if I had never moved, I probably would have continued to stay there for a really long time. I moved for a different reason and I don't want to get into that right now, but it was the apartment that like, I was obsessed with that apartment. It wasn't anything special. It just, it was exactly what we needed at the time. And it was like, it was the perfect place. Like that to me was like where I was a newlywed. Like even though we were in a different place right before or right after we got married, we moved within a month of getting married. And that apartment that we ended up in, it felt like my first like newly married place. And there were just so many great things about it. It was very homey. I felt like it was well taken care of. I felt like it just, there were, there. I can't even explain the feeling. I can't even put it into words what it was. I just felt held by that house. And this was the feeling that I got from this location. It was the same, like I could cry talking about it. I've been in such like a weird place that I didn't know that it was possible to feel that feeling. I thought it was something about that original apartment back in Utah in 2013 that I didn't know I could ever feel that again for another space. I thought it was just something special about that place. And I did. I came back to this location and we kind of like looked around the outside a little bit. And I just sat and I sobbed because I like it was like a good cry. It was a happy cry, not a sad cry, because I was feeling those same feelings of feeling held, of feeling protected, of feeling at home and at peace because I was in a peaceful location. And um, I say this all the time, y'all. I'm a Cancer Venus, so the place that my home resides is very important to me. It might not be something that, like, everybody cares about. I always say to look to your Venus placement. Like, some people are super okay with just, like, I don't know, living in... I can't, like, I don't want to shame anybody right now. That's not the That's not the vibe I'm going for. Like, if you're happy, that's what matters. But, like... Some people are okay with dealing with like living in a studio with pipes that suck and like floors that are rotting. Like some people are not that you're okay with it because I don't think anybody's okay with it. Some people just feel stuck in that situation, which I totally understand. I've been there, but that I would be depressed every day. Like my spaces very much affect my quality of life, especially because I work from home and most of my friends, I also talk to online. So I don't really get out of my house a lot. I'm home 95% of the time. And because of that, I feel like I don't, because I'm home 95% of the time, I feel like I don't get to like, my home has to be important because I spend so much of my time in it. Um, so yeah, I like sobbed. <laughs> I feel like I, you, I already cried on the property. So I feel like that's also like, I'm just locking it in, you know, lock it, lock in my tears. They're already there. Um, so no news yet on if that property is ours. I do see where there could be a snag in receiving it, but we've really tried to cover all bases. We have like really good references. Um, we have a co-signer ready at the ready if they want that from us for any reason like we have things that would be able to help us lock it in so I don't know I'm just I'm in a state of like a little bit of stress because we don't know where we're going at this point again we don't have a time frame like it's not like I have to 
like I have a goal in mind that I'm not going to speak on until I'm ready to do so. But I have a goal of when I would like to be moved out. But there's nothing set in stone. Like if I have to stay here, I can technically. I just don't want to. Um, and so it's not like, like, yes, I am packing up my house currently. Things are moving. I am making progress towards that. But it's not something that like I have to leave tomorrow kind of thing. So um, things are a little high stress, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> I hate that phrase. I hate that phrase so much. I feel like <clears throat> I feel like saying it is what it is sometimes. Sorry, let me drink some water. Um, I feel like when we say the phrase, it is what it is. The thing I don't like about that phrase is I feel like it lets people off the hook to just stay stuck in situations that they hate. And so I don't want to say that it is what it is because I believe that we can always change things. We're always in a state of flow and being more mutable if we want to be. So it's not just, it is what it is. Like I'm making dedicated choices to change my situation, but in any case, that's kind of the whole story that I'm in right now. <laughs> I have good feelings about the way things are developing. I really do believe it's this or better. And I did pull a card. I think I mentioned this a little bit ago and then I didn't talk about it. I did pull a card about the situation and just for y'all on like what I could share. And I think the important thing for y'all to know about this situation and if you're experiencing anything like it where something isn't really working out, you're feeling really stressed or really like tied up financially, I just want to say that surrender really does go a long way. And I know because I've been there. I, I really do. I might not know your exact situation, but I promise you that when you surrender and you decide that no matter what comes, come hell or high water, you are going to allow whatever is going to take place to take place. That is real. The real, that is where the real magic happens when you stop resisting anything that could come into your reality, even if it's something that you don't want to happen. When you stop resisting whatever is coming, that is when spirit has the potential to intervene where it needs to happen. And I think for me, the point of resistance was. I could sit here and keep struggling and keep trying to overwork myself and keep trying to make ends meet to make this apartment work, to force myself to be in a space that I don't even like, that is outrageously expensive. And I don't even like the word expensive. Um, to me, even if I was a millionaire, this apartment would be too expensive. Like it, to me, no place of residence that is, that looks like this, that is in this location should ever cost this much. Like, I don't know where these people get off. I really don't. Um, but that's the one thing that I will say is when you let go of the resistance, you open yourself up to better, better prospects and you just allow that is where things change. And I have seen this happen in my life numerous times where I have finally said, like, usually it's through prayer. I'm big on praying. I don't necessarily pray to God. You can pray to God if that's what you're about. Um, that is where most of the miracles in my life have come from, though. When I hit my breaking point and I stop and usually through tears, I say, like, I can't do this for another day. We have something has to shift literally today or things will not be like, I am not okay. Something has to change today about this situation. But the thing is, when you're asking for that, you have to let go of the control. Like when I get to that point, it's basically I've been fighting the resistance so hard of whatever is about to happen that at that point I say, I cannot deal with it anymore. I can't deal with it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen. I need you to help me through this because I can't handle the pressure of it anymore. And that was kind of what I had come to right before the eclipse. I had had a moment where I did stop. I did pray. And I literally was like, I cannot deal with this stress for another day because I knew that there were some variables that were not like, we didn't know what exactly was coming, but we knew that rates were going up. We knew we were having a hard time paying rent already. We knew that like, cause the thing is 
with this situation, our rent had already increased once and it was already too much. And we knew that it was most likely going to increase the following month because the way that it is set up, I don't know if I said this or not, because I've recorded this episode like four times, but the way that it works here is if you go month to month on your contract, you are at the mercy of whatever their current rate for rent is. So it can change every single month. It can go up. And we knew that that was coming. We were already struggling and it just, that was where that was at my wits end. I was like, I can't keep holding on to this establishment. I can't, I don't even like this apartment and I feel like I can't leave. So like help me basically. And then literally the next day we had that appointment, things shifted almost immediately. So again, I know I'm being a little bit more vague about the situation right now. I feel like I will give like a full disclosure of the story when everything is settled and I'm in a new place. But right now, because things aren't settled, we don't have a new place locked down immediately. I should be saying that we do because I really do believe that that is my house. Um, Too many good things happened for it not to be. But my point to sharing all of this with you is that I had to come to the point of surrender. I had to come to the point of whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And no matter what, like, I know that I'll be okay because I am supported by the universe. I am supported by my ancestors. I am supported. I am supported and it is okay for me to fall back on that. And every time, like I said, I have done this in my life. Things have always worked out every single time. And I also did a little bit of spell candle work last night. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to say. On this, I actually think is really important and something that especially if you're in a situation like mine, or if you're not, if you are looking for new housing, or like you're wanting to buy a home and somebody else is putting in offers, or you are wanting to rent a space and you're going to have to be the choice among many. uh, The thing I want to say to you is try this. Um, Write a prayer to this house to the house that you are wanting to get into. If you feel like it's yours, if you feel like it's really the one and you would thrive there, write of like a pledge to this house. And I did this yesterday and I basically make promises to this location that this is the kind of experience that you will provide the inside of that house. So for example, I don't know if I'm going to read mine to you directly, but, um, I said things like, I talked about how I would decorate this house for the holidays, that I would adorn it on the inside and the outside. I talked about how um, I would try my hand at creating jam in the summer and spread that out to my neighbors. I talked about the kind of work that I do and how it uplifts the consciousness of the collective. And I would bring that energy into this house. I talked about how... um, I would prioritize keeping the space tidy. Um, This house in particular also has a lot of wood on the inside of it. And the walls are stunning. Absolutely stunning. And I promised this house that I would not put a single nail in the wall. I was like, I will not put a single nail, command strips for the whole house. Like, I've never lived in a space and done that. But the walls are so beautiful that I wouldn't even want to think about destroying them. Um, Is an older house, but still. You know, I basically talked about all of the things that I would do in this home and how I would bring love and laughter and warmth into the home, how I would bring learning and productivity, how I would bring so much joy and gratitude into the space because I know myself, yo, the fact that I literally sobbed outside of the house, (laughs) not even on the inside, I feel like that speaks volumes already of what like how emotionally attached I already am, but write a pledge to that space, write a pledge to how you will make that space a home. And basically you set the intention that if this is the kind of people you are wanting to experience in your home, this is what I can offer you. And this is why I think that I am the best for this house. I think, and I do like, I'm not trying to say that there aren't other really cool people in the world that maybe are applying for the same place, but I really do believe that my husband and I and our fur babies, we offer something special. And again, not to say that there aren't other people that are just as amazing, but 
I really do believe that we offer a very unique and special experience because not only is the work that my husband and I do, because he does work, he is my full-time editor. He does work under the same thing. We do such like beautiful work for the world. And on top of that, I've talked about this numerous times. Um, I'm not trying to say we're perfect by any means, but my husband and I have a very conscious relationship. We're a catch. We're a catch in this situation and any house would be so lucky. And I think honestly, have that audacity, you know, when it comes to being that girl, that guy, that person, have the audacity, have the audacity to be like, yeah, I'm fly as hell. And any house would be lucky to house me because houses have energy too. And even the apartment that I'm currently in, I have expressed to the walls of this house multiple times that it's not you, it's management. It's not you. Like you have done your part to help me heal over the last year. You've given me a place to land and to heal and to work on myself. And I cannot thank you enough for that. But you are not the place that I am supposed to be consistently. You were like... You feel me? Like houses have energy and it's important to activate that energy and to talk on it, speak on it, be with that location. And like I said, write a pledge, tell that house all the things that you're going to bring to it. You know, are you promising to keep this house tidy? Are you promising not to put nails in the walls? Are you promising to decorate it and adorn it a certain way? Are you promising to bring a relational energy? Are you promising to bring animals that this house would enjoy? Are you promising um, family tradition? Are you promising to not let people that invade your energetic space in a negative way come into your space? Like there are so many promises you can make to a home, but you also have to be ready to fulfill those promises. So that's my, that's the thing I wanted to get to as like a point of manifestation. If you're looking to manifest something, I wouldn't do this with a person because I think manifesting a specific person, sometimes we like free will really gets in the way. But when it comes to like an energetic space, I think it's appropriate. Um, but I do think if you're vague enough and you're just trying to manifest a person, like not a specific person, but like a partner, let's say you want like a romantic partner. That's what I would have. I would tell you to do make promises to like, this is how I would treat this person. This is what I would do for them. This is the kind of relationship I would have with them. Um, and then become that person for yourself. So with this house, everything that I have just promised, it's kind of hard to become that person when I'm putting my house in boxes right now, but I do feel like speaking kindly to the space, you know, making sure that it's being clean, making sure that I'm paying the respect to the location that I have resided in, you know, become that right now. Don't wait until you're in that new space to be this new person, because we've talked about this over the last two weeks. It doesn't work like that. Um, in any case, this has been a really long episode. I hope you enjoyed the life catch up. I hope you appreciated the things that I had to say. I feel like I'm feeling like I maybe overshared a little bit, but I don't know. I'm going to listen to this back and maybe make some edits, which usually I don't edit my podcast. But in any case, thank you so much for tuning in. I will definitely update you as there are updates to the situation. And I love you so much. Please do not forget when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. Don't forget to check out my Patreon, all my socials, everything's linked below. If you want to support the podcast, please rate it wherever you are listening to it. It really helps us to get seen and for more people to find us. And uh, I love you so much. Have a great week. Bye.